Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast Survivor News Edition, episode 128, Truth Bomb. I am your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I'm so excited that you have tuned in this week to hear what your baby boys got to say about Survivor. If you have not already, please make sure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. Hit the subscribe button, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars. And if you are listening to this podcast, the video is up on my YouTube, Bryce Isaiah. So go over there and take a look. Hit subscribe, give your baby boy a thumbs up. I'm really excited for this week's episode. We are joined by none other than Ghost Island winner Wendell Holland and Survivor alum Jamal Shipman from Survivor Island of the Idols. Your three baby boys are back and we are breaking down this episode. It's a lot to get through and as what has seemed to be a trend, it's these tribals for me. But before we get into the meat and potatoes, I just want to remind you guys that this Wednesday, December 15th, Bryce and Wynn present the finale. We are headed over to Hoboken and we about to have a finale party. We've got some of our reality friends from Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race, The Circle. We all come in to watch the end of this historic season so if you want to join your baby boys click the link in my instagram bio bryce isaiah or twitter or wendell holland twitter or instagram and get yourself a ticket and let's watch this amazing season together or the conclusion of this amazing season together but listen let me let me stop running my mouth let's get into the meat and potatoes it's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. It's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. And- 
And we are back this week with your Purple Pants Podcast, Survivor News Edition. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited that you guys have decided to join us. It's like, you know, I'm giving very much truth bombs tonight and I got a lot to say. Uh, I am so honored to have some of my Survivor Brothers with me. But if you are listening, uh, please make sure you subscribe to the Purple Pants Podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. Hit that subscribe button. And if you're on YouTube, head over to Bryce Isaiah. Click click subscribe and thumbs up this video. I want to give a warm welcome to my good friend, Well, actually, not really my good friend because we were on an Instagram live and he basically was telling me I'm a goat. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Jamal, the goatkeeper. Wow. Okay. Okay. Shots fired. I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes. And of course, we have to welcome to the podcast. It is not the two knee, but the one good knee person, Wendell Holland. Welcome back to the Purple Pants podcast. How are you? Thanks, Perp. Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. My knee is getting better. I think I'm two days post hurting it. So, you know. Okay. But to the listeners that don't know what's going on, what's going on with your knee? The 55 year old knee. I had a, a basketball incident where I was going a little too fast for my body. Oh. And when I tried to slow down, the knee went one way, Wendell went the other way. Oh. And I have some kind of tear in my meniscus. Oh. So next Thursday, I'll be getting my MRI. And that'll really determine what I want to do if I want to just let it self heal or if I want to get surgery. The MRI before the x-ray or the x-ray before the MRI? Oh my goodness. See, you were in my story. So I went to urgent care. They sent me to my, my primary care doctor. The primary care doctor said I needed to get an x-ray before I get an MRI because of insurance. So that doctor sent me to the hospital to get my x-ray, got the x-ray there. That was an all day process yesterday. Finally, now that I have my x-ray, I'm able to get my MRI, which was scheduled for next Thursday, American Healthcare. Okay. There we go. Jamal, have you ever tore a meniscus? Let me me tell you something, Wynn. I feel for you. I played pickup just the other day for the first time in a long time. I played two games. We won both of them and we were about to play that third game. And I was like, I'm out y'all. It's like, I gotta, I gotta tap out. I gotta sit down because if I had played that third game, I'd be right in your spot. So I knew my body wasn't going to be able to handle it. So I get it. So, Jamal, here's the thing, man. I play like three to four times a week pickup. Yeah. I got called for league play. Mm. That's a different basketball. When I'm playing with the old heads, we know each other's games. We stay within our zone. I got called to this league game. What's the difference between a league and a pickup? Pickup is like you you playing with your homies, you know, whatever you call it. You call your own fouls. Yeah. Take it it easy. You know, nobody's trying to get signed. Apparently, people are trying to get signed in this league. So I was playing against some youngins and like we were down a few. Man, they. Oh, yeah. If Bryce. You, you should have came and spectated. Drop the loved it. <laughs> I'd okay. love to come and support. It's out in Conti next time. But actually, I'm not, I'm not playing league play ever <laughs> again, actually. My takeaway is I'm going to stay playing pickup and stay in my lane. And league play, it's just, you know, I'm not trying to get signed. Bryce's boys are trying to get signed. Drop them truth bombs, okay? Keep, keep them coming. If you're old, just say that you're old. Chill. I can still compete. 
Oh, okay. Well, listen, we are here to talk all things Survivor. I am so honored that I have the time of these Survivor legends. I'm like, what am I doing in this building with these guys? So without further ado, Wendell, what you got? Break it down. All right, let's get right into it. So they come back from this tribal council where Liana was voted out. Danny and Deshaun were kind of blindsided um, by the rest of them. They all wanted to, I guess, take this alliance down a notch. And they succeeded in getting Liana out, a strong player. And Deshaun comes back and he says to them he didn't expect to get emotional. And he gets his confessional talking about, you know, the extra baggage that black players bring into the game. And he also said that he didn't blame everybody. Xander says to him what he said was beautiful and eloquent, which it was uh, just like the stuff Liana said was wonderfully spoken in such a heated moment. Mm -hmm. And then we get Deshaun and Danny together. And they were saying like, they're sad. It was her and they got to figure it out. And he said that he knew he didn't have Ricard and Erica, but they thought they had Xander. Because mm. we saw we saw Danny and Xander. They they'd have some powwows. They'd kind of get get together and share info. They didn't have Xander. What do you guys think about uh, them taking out Liana last week as opposed to others? Boy, oh boy, bro. I, I don't know what kind of magic dust. Xander has out there right now, but somehow this brother has used and and and, and I was wrong. I, I I'll, I'll throw up my hands right now and say I was completely wrong. I thought Xander was going to be target number one for a couple of tribals now, but for some reason this brother can just not be the target. Not just fade vote. away. Not a vote, and this brother has an idol, like. So, so this is this is my recalculation because I was thinking he was he was like you know enemy number one or or, or at least target number one. But see what's happening. Apparently, I'm just learning from the players. Apparently, they don't think Xander's a jury threat. Like they think if they can just goat him, right? If they can just drag him to the end and not give him any play, then he will just not be a threat to 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 or tell any kind of story to be compelling. So it must be that Ricard. Deshaun, Erica, they all just think they could sit next to him and tell a better story. That has to be the case because otherwise, what the heck, man? They just let this dude coast. Is that a wrong way of thinking, though, Jamal? Considering the jury and considering this historically diverse season. Right. I guess not. I guess not. My bad in reading it wrong. I guess not. Right. Like I thought so at first, like maybe a couple of couple of episodes ago. Right. I thought maybe it was Xander to beat, but it looks like they have a better, you know, finger on the pulse to say, like, Xander don't have no shot. So let's just take him to the end because he's just just riding, you know, for me, I thought the big takeaway was I love Danny. I just was surprised that Danny would believe that Xander would go with him. I, I just I, I felt like I know that. Danny and Xander had like cultivated a, a relationship, but I just felt like, you know, in that scene when he was talking to Xander and saying like, it needs to be Ricard. And then when Xander pushed back and said like, well, maybe Liana. And I felt like Danny was like, well, no, it can't be her. I, I was like, is that good negotiation? Like, I don't think that you 
I don't think that you shouldn't say it shouldn't be her, even if you don't want it to be her. Uh, but the takeaway for me as a viewer felt like, I mean, I clearly just knew that Xander was not going to be with them, but maybe there was more to be shown that they had a closer relationship. But I, I just felt like I was surprised that they put all their eggs in that one basket. I got a couple things to say about that, actually. Perp. To, to your point about being surprised that Danny didn't um, go with Xander. If we think about Danny's game, the whole game from well, like Xander the beginning, going with Danny. I'm sorry, Xander going with Danny or, or Danny, not Danny trusting Xander. Right. Danny, Danny didn't play a lot of survivor to start. They were winning everything. Right. And through the merge, even like, I feel like he was on the right side of things, generally speaking. Yep. And then like they got out Shan and then for him to think that it seems like a lot of a lot and he's very good with people and it seems like he didn't really have much to not trust Xander I almost think like they they were they were getting along and maybe he he trusted his word so I'm not saying like I'm not saying he should have absolutely 100% trusted Xander's word but I'm just saying if you're in Danny's shoes and a lot of the stuff's been going your way in this game and you didn't learn the hard survivor lessons mm-hmm too much early on the ones that Shannon Ricard had to really fight through and grapple with, with, I think I can understand why he would trust a Xander. Danny's a little older. Xander's this young guy, you know, they're, they're both like almost like jocks or whatever. They're both, you know, they can both, I guess, see each other eye to eye. And then Xander just, he crossed them. Right. Um, But also to Jamal's point about this whole Xander thing and him like fading and, and nobody, looking at this guy with an idol who is very intelligent and all of that. Oh, this great move against, against uh, uh, Liana. Yeah. You know, like I thought he had a story to tell, but I guess they, they are figuring not. What what I'm starting to think, and maybe I'm reading too far into the edit. So sometimes I think, I think that the game builds up characters Mm. to make sure that at the end, whoever's sitting there, somebody looks strong against somebody. If we get Ricard getting to the end and we get a Xander, or even if it's an Erica and a Xander or whatever it is at the end, I think I can really now see Xander getting to the end, but, but being like a second place finalist because there's, there's clearly something that the people on the Island are seeing that we're not seeing. So in my case, I'm like, all right, these people aren't threatened by this kid. Right. They're not they they're willing to go to the end with him. Maybe it could be because the jury's so diverse. And if you let one minority squeak to the end, that jury might lean that way. Or what whatever it is. I think I just think that there's something that clearly that we aren't seeing. And I think it has to do with this edit building. I mean, Xander, it from our perspective, he's smart. The man can compete. He he's good with people. Zaddy, he's a he's a zaddy, <laughs> but I don't know. So uh, the time will tell. One week will tell. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But shall we m- move on? Yeah, I I also just wanted to talk about. I feel like after this, there was the conversation with like Deshaun and Heather. Uh, and just, you know, she was coming to him after tribal and just saying, like, I had no idea about this, like what you were dealing with. And although I have my own personal opinion on it, I, I definitely think conversations like they had. And I was glad that Survivor uh, had put 
the time into a conversation like this is that like I, I feel like conversations like this are very impactful and powerful, whether it be on Survivor, whether it be at your work, whether it be like, you know, with your neighbor. I, I just really liked seeing that conversation, conversation yeah. like that, like, you know, yeah, like despite I, my own personal opinions on it. Yeah. So, and we might be able to explore your opinion, but again, this kind of continues our conversation from last week and you, you gave me some, some pushback, some, some reasonable pushback. And a lot of other people did when I was talking about blind spots. And I said that we were made aware of Heather's blind spot and tribal. And then you and other people were like, well, some people have purposeful blind spots and they, they don't choose to look at certain people's paths or struggles but in this case we see this other conversation where heather is talking to deshaun and she's saying um basically she didn't know this fight this struggle that he was going through and she wanted him to share more and he then started talking about him and shan's rocky relationship and um how race comes up pretty much in every facet of life and this is just something that he this is something that minorities have to live with and this is the thing that we walk around with and we have to be conscious of at every moment in our lives so again something that heather something that the show is showing this conversation which i think is an important conversation for people to understand that you know people do walk around with this this different burden that some people don't ever know about or could could never really understand. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was an important go ahead. No, I was just saying I think it's important whether or not yeah, I, I think the conversation to be had it is just very important. Just echoing what you were saying. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if I if I may jump in, I, I actually really appreciated the conversation that Deshaun and Erica were having, because if you're if you surf the Reddits and the Facebooks at all, there's a lot of conversation about the divide between black people and the rest of the people of color community. And so that was really powerful to see Deshaun and Erica talking and seeing and, and seeing them both express what it's like to be a person of color on this particular season and the diverse cast. Um, and then for them to talk about, for Erica to talk to us about the the struggle that she's having about voting out Shan, talking about how most of us, you know, survivor community and fans want to see a woman winner after six straight men mm. winning, winning survivor and, and how that's a part of her identity and a part of her struggle in playing the game out there. Um, so it just goes to show, right? Like we all, the, I mean, there, there are eight major identity uh, categories, right? That we all have a place where we sit on them. And so any one of those can be the most salient, the most prevalent, the most important, the most visible for us at any given time. And, and it's so interesting to see people talk through, right? How that shows up for them in this game, right? Being a woman, being a person who is, you know, differently abled, being a person who is of, 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 of a minority race, et cetera, et cetera. Fascinating. And I'm loving the storytelling, loving the storytelling this season. Yes. And I, 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 Echo that as well. And I, I love to just hear the perspective that we don't normally get to hear. And I, I feel like it not only humanizes people, but it allows for people to just like take their privilege, take their whatever and just 
to be able to see it through a lens of Survivor. Uh, so I, I thought that that was great. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Thank you, Jamal. And then if we bring it back to gameplay, though, and just, just to appreciate the fact that there's one, <laughs> there's some people who are like, oh, well, I guess we're going to target the black players or I guess we're going to target the women players. Look at what happens, right? Like, yes, this is a part of our game. This is a part of our psyche and our, and our mentality playing the game. But Survivor as a mechanism, right, just plays out in such a way where people are always weighing the group versus the individual. So if you're one of these people on the outside, right, if you're feeling like, oh, I'm threatened by some like, you know, black alliance or some women alliance or some whatever alliance, the way to play this game is not to target those people early, but it's just to play survivor, right? Mm. Find the cracks, find other ways to relate, find other ways to connect, find other ways to sow doubt, right? And this is what happened. You know, as sad as it is for me to watch this Black Alliance disintegrate, it's actually just the result of survivor. It's just the result of how this game kind of plays out. You know, um, and so, you know, I, I'm all right with it. Like, I'm, I'm all right with the way this is playing out. I uh, a thousand percent agree to that. And yeah, I, I think that like to your point of like, you know, the critics that were saying a lot of like all oh, this diverse season of like, no, like and one, I love this cast because it is a diverse cast. but why I really love this cast is because like these people came to play mm. and mm. you know they came to like you know to see Erica in a position of which she is in and I know a lot of people you know for me I'm all about someone's resume I'm all about what can you do how, like what's your end story because I look at myself as a viewer and I always want to know like What's the tea? Like tell me your story and to hear Erica's story as opposed to hearing like a a Jamal, not Jamal, a Deshaun story, as opposed to hearing uh, a Heather story. I, I think that it just, there are a lot of different things at play. To hear Ricard, to hear a Xander, it really, um, it just, again, I think that like Survivor is, I'm so honored that I got to play the game because it really is a testament to like, Survivor is just, it, it's that ish. And, yeah. you know, it has a lot of things that affect the real world. And I think that, you know, a part of our issue was um, that you didn't talk about it. You didn't show it. And mm -hmm. as if they were scared of it. And I, I right. think that, you know, with this season, they are getting to see that. Listen, hey, guess what? You can show what is the real what's going on and yeah. still get an amazing season episode. Like, you know, you get what. You still get Survivor. And so I'm just I'm glad. That. Hey, pause right there. You still get Survivor. Thank right. you, Bryce. Thank you. You still get Survivor. And so much of the criticism, so much of the, the anger, whatever, is like, oh, I'm losing the game. I'm losing my show. I'm having to think about all these things. But because these things are present is what gives you the game of Survivor. That's so astute. I think that's so sharp. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. We is not about to, uh, so Wendell can hear this. I just, something that I said was what? Astute. Oh! <laughs> Bryce, what does astute mean? It means it's giving what it's supposed to gain. 
Okay. It's giving what it's supposed to game, Lynn. It's giving what it's supposed to game. I appreciate it. Um, sorry for my internet issues, guys. You know things happen. You know. All right. Wendy and my my cricket wireless internet. It's, whatever it's it twenty twenty. It's about to be twenty twenty two window, and you still got dial up internet. Wow. Uh, we back. Well. My internet isn't astute. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so we get into the reward challenge. And this is for grilled chicken and veggies or cake and cookies. Mm. What would you guys prefer? I mean, they made the right choice. Like, come okay. on. Now. Okay. Come on I, now. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm so, like apple pie. Give me the cake. Although, although I do have to say uh, there was a reward challenge. They didn't show this on my season, but we won uh, donuts oh. and coffee. And that, yes. that, that stuff was delicious. Like, so can I ask you? It was bomb. Like that was the best donuts I ever had. And you know what I'm saying? Like it was. Oh, wow. (laughs) Let me ask you a question, Jamal, because I'm always so curious about uh, when you get reward challenges like that. Did it run right through y'all? Right through. Right through. (laughs) Yo, like aqua dump line, a line for the ocean, Bryce. Like we were we were like, all right, are you done? Y'all ain't go together. Y'all ain't go together. (laughs) <laughs> no, because if you go together, then the camera has and the to cameras. Uh, yes, yes. So you got to go one strategizing. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah. After that challenge, it was it was it was a line for the ocean, for real. So did you regret it or nope. like it, <laughs> worth it? Worth wow. every glucose sucrose. Uh, worth it all. I loved it. My body absorbed it in two seconds. It was great. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we we had coffee and and we won pastries at one point too. And yes. yeah, they're, they're, with every reward, things work. They became very regular. Every yes. morning at Ponderosa, you could get um, <laughs> egg, like you could get eggs, donuts, any type of pastry that you wanted. Good to know. Good to know. Um, so we have this reward challenge. It's a water reward challenge. You got to jump off a net. You got to release some buoys and then you got to shoot some buckets. Shoot some hoops. So do you need a good, you need two good knees to do this, right, Jamal? 
I think you need two good knees okay. and a wrist. Two okay. good knees and a wrist. Yep. My wrist works just fine. My wrist works. You know what I'm saying? The knee right now. You get away with one. You just got to, you know, there's a lot of strength in that ankle. You know what I'm saying? You gotta- true, true, true. So, you know, this was, a, this was a fun one to watch. We had some creative dives, if that's the word that we that we'd use for it. Um, yeah, it's, it started off with Danny and Xander. They dive and they look good. They look strong. Danny gets to the top. And I think he slipped because his second dive from the top of this platform was kind of crazy. A little suspect. It was a Bryce dive. <laughs> for those listening, Bryce is acting it out in his hotel room right now. I think he actually really fell off of his chair. I did. So yeah, it comes down to the end. Uh, so everybody, you know, gets to the platforms and everything. We got a creative Deshaun dive, I think also. Um, but so we have Deshaun and Danny shooting at the end for their respective teams. And Deshaun hits a bucket. Danny Let, starts shooting before, some air before we, before we get to the buckets, can I just oh. go ahead and say for the record, I appreciate that not being able to swim was not a part of the story for the black players this season, because for some reason we always get this black player can't swim storyline. And I'm really appreciative that everybody held their own in the water. So respect. Yeah. Respect. Is it because, is it because there were no black people that couldn't swim out there? That's what I'm saying. They, they, they held their own. They, they, they got the, they got the assignment, right? Isn't that what kids are saying? They understood the assignment. (laughs) The assignment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they, and they were out there moving. What is your now that I'm what I'm about to ask is about to receive an immediate window pause, but go past the pause, Jamal. But what is your (laughs) right? So, are you so close to the camera, too? Listen, listen, the way this condo is set up, uh, what Jamal don't do that. (laughs) What, like, I am curious though, Jamal, what is your favorite stroke? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, I mean, that's an obvious one, right? Like the breaststroke is okay. the best one, right? Like, oh. absolutely. This this one right here. So the, breast, the breaststroke no, is like the that's one not that's the like, breaststroke. That's the breaststroke. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's you're it, right? right? With, the, with right. the flippers. Yeah. So yeah, the, mermaid, the mermaid. What one is this one where it's like, hold on, because I'm uh, I'm in water. That's freestyle. Freestyle. Oh, yeah, okay. Freestyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm freestyle. And then what one is this one? Hold on. What's this one? Oh my gosh. I don't know what that one is. That's that's confusing okay. to me. That, that that's one. The, I'm drowning. <laughs> <laughs> that's the IDL called the scuba divers. <laughs> Wait, that's what we didn't want to see on this season. That's called Dr. Joe. Please come help me. <laughs> Okay. All right. What? What's all right, Jamal? Since you're the the swimming expert, what's this one? Oh, that, that's that's doggy paddle. paddle. Straight up doggy paddle, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's mine. Is there any other swimming strokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't uh, tell me. Okay. Backstroke. That's what back. I was doing. Oh, no, that you no, were backstroke is this one right here. You got to. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know what I was doing? You know, on the Olympics when they get to the other side and then they like you go flip. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up and kick, yeah. That's what I was given. That's what I was Sure. Uh huh. <laughs> yep, sure. No, you were perpetuating the black people can't <laughs> swim stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> 
How am uh, I going to drown and I'm not even in water? Oh Jay, Jason is uh, is flipping right now. Jay, oh, Jason was holding it down for us mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, what's your boy? Uh, the Russell we don't acknowledge. Oh, anyway, so we get to this challenge, and at the end, it's they are shooting hoops into these. Uh, they're shooting these little buoys. Let's see that form. Okay, you got the guide hand. See, Jamal right, knows what time it is. Elbow, you got to line uh-huh. the elbow. Uh-huh. Yes. Bryce, let's see your form. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> see, this is why we can't have nice things. So, um, Deshaun sinks the first one. Danny shoots a couple air balls. I was surprised with that. Yeah, I mean he's, he's a football did. player. They both did. Yeah. So then oh, no. Danny, Dan, uh, Dan, but that, as soon as he was missing them, I was like, that's not his sport. That's not his sport. So, fair, fair. With that. And then um, we get Heather coming out of the water. Maybe she's getting a little tired in there. We get um, Danny then swapping out with Ricard. Ricard sinks his first bucket, but then um, our buddy Deshaun goes on to sink the rest. And so they win this food reward. Yeah. Deshaun, Erica, and Xander. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Desha- Deshaun is excited to have this powwow with these people. He thinks he could work his uh, work his way in with them. I mean, maybe uh, it it actually worked in a sense or not. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So they're they're sitting down together eating, and they say Ricard is the next step. Um, in my head, I'm like, all right, well, Ricard. Is good at winning immunities. What happens if he wins immunity? Huh? They're not having that conversation, right? Yeah, and yeah, it, right. And I, I just, it just comes with like the Ricard in immunity. But like, I guess we can get there when we get there. Yep. Okay. And back at camp, we, we might need to get there because I'm seeing a countdown happening. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We, right. <laughs> All right. Now, the way we do it is uh, we'll just hit the reset. Oh, button. just reset. Okay. okay. Yeah. And for those watching, <laughs> just keep it cute. Okay. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so we're back at camp. Uh, Heather and Ricard leave. Danny decides to use this moment to go looking for his idol. Yeah. And we have the scene. He's he's looking around for it. We see the idol. And it cuts to Heather and Ricard back at camp. And we are wondering, is this another scene where, you know, someone's going to find an idol and we're going to get a flashback. Right. Right. So he doesn't, he doesn't find it obviously. And I I kept thinking like, man, if he had found it, I wonder if he would have known to play it. it. Or if he would have tried to be cute and play it for Deshaun. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, He'd play for himself. They tied it up, though, right? So he had to have played it for himself for for Deshaun to go home. Yeah, that's tough. Tough. It would have been, yeah, damned if you do, damned if you, like, he he would, either way, one of them are going home. Yeah. Yeah. As a viewer uh, of the show, though, what I always hate, though, I, I hate when, like, we see Danny, like, oh, where is it? I don't see it. Where is it? And then, like, you know, they just zoom in. And for me, as a fan of the show, I want to know, like, did y'all really zoom in right then and there? No. Absolutely. Or is that just, like, stock footage that y'all got? Stock footage, 100%. <laughs> but for future like, players, keep looking. And if you see this cameraman 
you know, oh. for example, okay, if you're looking for an idol, okay, and the cameraman is 30 feet from you, okay, go to the cameraman, go elsewhere. Oh, if you're looking for an idol, oh. the cameraman's right up on you. Oh, you might be on to something. You, you, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the every, everybody is playing the game of Survivor on Survivor Island. FYI. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, he comes back. Danny comes back. Ricard and Heather thinks his vibe is different. Maybe he's upbeat or something. And they're like, man, we we think he might have found something. You never know. This man came back skipping, though. Okay. <laughs> Why was he so happy? And I don't know if I, I'm so interested to hear his exit interview. And I hope that people ask him this question. Like, did he come back upbeat? Like already playing now, I'm probably using this word wrong, but like already playing in the mantra of I want to give off that I have an idol. I don't think so. Just knowing just you haven't gotten to know Danny a little bit. I don't know that he has that in him as like a gameplay. You know, I don't know that he's really thinking, how am I being perceived? Let me play the fact that I'm being perceived a certain way. I think he's just himself. So baby so, boy just came back happy. I think so. I think he was just happy. I think he was just having a good time hanging out on Survivor and Ricard and Eric are paranoid as heck and they just started, you know, spinning their own mind about maybe he found the idol. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, but we do get a confessional of, of from him saying something to this and that could have just been someone asking him the right question. But he does say like, you know, but they don't know if I don't have an idol. So yeah. Right. Uh, And another thing that I thought was so interesting was that, like, again, I have to give credit where credit is due is that, like, I love the fact that Ricard picked up on that, like, energy shift in Danny, even though it was wrong. But like, you know, he's dialed in. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, I, I love the fact that that, like, he ain't have no information, no knowledge, but it was a possibility. And, you know, what I'm learning as a third boot is that like you got to consider all of the possibilities. Right. And, and he created a whole vote strategy based on that possibility, right. To be able to split the votes at six and here, and, and if we, if we could fast forward for just a second, I'm, I'm, really, I'm fascinated by the fact that they got Deshaun and Danny to vote for each other mm. to achieve a three, three split at six mm. at final six, a three, three split against two people. I don't know that the result would have been any different, but Danny and Deshaun should have stuck together, sussed out that they were splitting the votes between them. And them two should have voted Xander to at least give Ricard, Erica, and Heather the opportunity mm. to think about on a revote should mm. they take out Xander, knowing that he hadn't played his idol. That's really what should have happened. And I'm 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 disappointed in Danny and Deshaun for not sticking together and and for turning against each other because they basically offered themselves up as as tribute essentially. Oh, so. Answer me this, Jamal, though, like if they put two votes on Xander and they were I'm two, just doing two, two. Oh, okay. So then it'll be, oh, it'll be two, two, two. It'll be two, 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 time. Xander, Danny, Deshaun. And if right, Xander didn't play his idol, so now the three of them can't vote. 
So therefore, Ricard, Erica, and Heather decide who goes. And they should have given them the opportunity to think real serious about whether it's the right time to take out Xander without having played his idol. That's what should have happened. But they didn't they didn't get there. And I wish they had. So <laughs> break the math down again for me. The if it's just Ricard, Erica, Heather, and okay. I just answered my own question. All right. You know, I'm a little slow with the man. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> all right. You, you know, you represent the people, you know. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> some, some, some kind of people. So next morning, everyone's sitting out looking at the sunrise. We get Erica and Deshaun walking to the water and he proposes a final three to her. And he, this is when he plants this seed of Heather in her mind and tries to get her to think or or Erica starts saying that her and Heather are kind of playing a similar game and uh he wants he's trying and I've we've seen this strategy before where where you want someone to say someone's name or get someone to talk about someone so you can then use it against them so I think that that's good gameplay to have in your back pocket talk to me I yes but to drop the truth bomb at tribal, oh, oh. We'll get I'm, oh, I'm sorry, I, I keep nah, trying. To but yeah, no, nah, go ahead, go ahead, but, yeah, but, it, because yeah, things I, got a little funny. Yeah, they got a little funny. But I'm just saying, like, okay, so Deshaun is trying to play Erica to get Erica to say Heather's name, so that Deshaun could use the fact that Erica said Heather's name against Erica. But he didn't quite play that all the way out. Like, what was he hoping was going to happen? Right. Like, and you don't use it at tribal. You do right. So and they've been the closest two people to get like, you know, like and they've been together the whole time. So for me, I felt like, why would he feel like they would split? That was just my only dilemma. Yeah. No, you but, right. still, but still, if you're planting seeds of doubt and if, if if you get Erica to say, wow, we have played a similar game, I, I maybe I do need to distinguish myself from her. I mean, Eric, uh, I'm sorry, Shannon Ricard played together the whole game until it's time for them not to. I just feel like it's very similar if someone tried to plant a seed of doubt in Deshaun and Danny. You know what I mean? Like, there's just different, there's levels to it. And I feel like Erica and Heather, from this point, have been together at the bottom that I feel like I got a question for you, Bryce. To that, I would almost say, would you like to be the one black castaway sitting at the end on this with this jury? I mean, I'm I'm just saying, as opposed to being like you and Deshaun and Danny, might it help to be one solo black castaway sitting on the end at this jury? Sound like Which Ching is, Ching to me. I don't know because they could be mad at you. Like, what if Deshaun gets there now? Like, I, I, I get, I get what you're saying, Wendell. But as, as I have said about you know racial alliances, I feel like they're like any alliances where, in any alliance, you kind of want to be the last one of your alliance sitting at the end, hoping that the fact that y'all have worked together and formed a bond is what's enough. To right. get win because, and I've been on a couple of juries, I've been on a jury, and when you vote for somebody, it feels like 
you're voting for yourself. Mm. Like when I voted for Tommy, you know, hate me if you want. I understand all the Dean fans are all upset about this. I get that. You know, he's cute, whatever. But (laughs) when I voted for Tommy, it felt like I was voting for me. It felt like I was voting for original Vokai. It felt like I was voting for my original alliance, right? And so you do want to be your last of the alliance at the end because you want to tap in to that instinct, that human instinct to say, you know what? I'm going to vote for you because if you win, that means I kind of won too. Or I like helped you win. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's really powerful in, in a jury vote. Totally, totally understand that in in some or a lot of cases. In this case, if Deshaun gets to the end, do you see a Shan voting for a Deshaun? Not if a car is there. True. Uh, I question that though. I do. I, I I I do and I don't. I feel like that Shan meant what she's she in her Nene League's voice. I said what I said, and she'll give him the million dollars. But I would love to be a fly on the wall to know her perspective after that tribal last week. Mm. With the Holiana and uh, the Holiana and him actually showing his vulnerability and him saying like, it tore me up to play this. Like it, 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 like I see hated to love it. Like, you know, like I, you know, I just, I'm curious to know like what her thought process is on that. Maybe it hasn't changed, but like, I don't know. But she literally said he's a snake, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's harsh. Like, Shan has some survivor hate for Deshaun. I know she loves him now. But when it came time to vote, if Deshaun and Ricard are at the end right now, you really think that she left her own tribal saying, Ricard, you got a million dollars. Deshaun, you're a snake. And then she votes for Deshaun instead. I don't know. Nobody's not voting for Ricard at the end. I mean, well, I mean, Ricard makes it. Yeah. This is not even a quite like if Ricard makes it to the end. I mean, yeah, come on. Winning three immunities, like showing up to tribal, wearing the necklace three times. Like, come on. And Uh, if he makes it to the end, he's going to wear and win another immunity because that's the only way he's going to make it to the end. Or win fire. Yeah. Or win fire. And again, because there's five. I'm just saying, like, if, if he wins immunity this next week, and they vote out, you know, Erica or something, right? When, then he's winning fire or winning that last immunity. Like, right. no yeah. chance. When is Xander's idol null and void? Next week. That's it. That's the last one. So this you can will, only bring him to the final four. Or bring him to the final three. That's fire making. That's right. But we don't know if fire making is in. And Jeff, Jeff just, uh, actually, that was interesting, right? Jeff, like, laid that out for us because he, were, he he laid it out for us because because at first when we were talking on live before we were like i don't know if there's a final two blah blah, blah. but jeff right just now in this season in this episode he said there's another immunity challenge there's fire making and then there's a winner so he didn't leave any room for there being a final two all right there we have it okay yeah uh, i was just thinking about what else Jeff said, but I'm going to keep it going because I will keep it relevant to uh, in order, trying to be very okay. Sequential. All right, so, sequential. So I, yes, sequential. So we had this conversation between uh, Deshaun and Erica where he's trying to, you know, sprinkle that magic on her to say like Heather's name. And he, it seems like he, he got at least the, the soundbite that he wanted or whatever he wanted so that 
he can at some point try to use it to his advantage or against Erica. Then we get to this uh, final six challenge. And this was a fun one. It's one where they got to they gotta do a lot of stuff and solve a puzzle. And I love challenges like this where there's a lot going on. And then at the end, you got to solve a puzzle, which is the, the equalizer for a lot of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to unspool themselves from this giant spool of rope, I guess. Mm-hmm. Go over this obstacle course, collect these puzzle pieces, finish with the puzzle. Um, I remember there was some some spinning challenge in David versus Goliath because I and I just watched David versus Goliath again and Christian he like he uh, he spun himself out and then he spun in the other direction I guess maybe to get his bearings I don't know that's not, that's not how that works <laughs> <laughs> that's not physics yeah no, well, it what looked, you're it, supposed to do and I I was I I knew Ricard probably knew this because he's a dancer you're supposed to spot. Like nobody was spotting. You're supposed to keep your head as straight as possible, right? And then when you spin around, you're supposed to put your eyes back and then spin again. How you do it? That's it. That's like that, Bryce. You spot like this. And then you spin around and you snap that head back. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it, Bryce. Just like that. Yeah, okay, when? There we go. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, yes, Bryce. You would have aced this challenge for real. So I think Ricard, that's why he was so good at it. Because you saw him on that balance beam, right? He was Mr. Like stoic. Like he just was, he had it. So I think he yeah. spotted real well, real nice. Yeah. And again, Ricard, like you said, he beasted it on that balance beam. He beasted the puzzle. And uh, it was down to him and Deshaun, two people that needed it. And Ricard really needed it. And he won it. So that's his third individual immunity. Wow. And when he wanted, I tweeted out, I said, give him the Millie. How many, 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 I'm in the, like, uh, I forget, I forget how to, how millionaire, I'm a young man, millionaire, Nigerian, criteria, committed, you committed, say, I'm a Nigerian, you know, like I'm a miserably, on the but can we also just acknowledge how old that song is like that song like first of all i just started driving when that song came out no i know i had to try to remember real hard who sang that song that took me a second yeah i didn't even remember the song Lil Wayne, wow, damn. Yeah, that was like uh, 2007. Wow, I didn't even know the lyrics or anything. Just got my driver's permit at 13. Just graduated anyway. college. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the old head? I'm the old head right now. <laughs> nah, you're younger than me. Am I younger than you, bro? Yeah, but we're all younger than Bryce. Don't do that. I, I, no. like, how I just <laughs> am driving Wait, and <laughs> Jamal is graduating <laughs> college. What's that? How old are you? 37. Oh. Oh, where to say? Oh, okay. I'm at 36. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So I'm the youngest. Oh. oh. You knew that. That was that was a given. You're, you're the baby. Weren't you at Brown with my friend Kara? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gresh. That's the homie. Shout out to Kara. Yeah. Actually, you know Kara, Bryce. Yeah, I know. That's why do you think I said shout out? Anyway, so back at, um, I would have been at Brown with you if they accepted me. 
they fucked up. They messed it, up. It's the GPA for me. Damn. <laughs> that was so high on my list, bro. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you'd have, you'd have been, you'd have fit right in. I went up there for a, my friends went there. I went there for a, vi- a visit and everything. Yeah. But was- uh, anyway, it wasn't smart enough. Anyway, so back at camp, we have Deshaun and Danny. They're sitting down. They're like they're voting for one of us. Um, and then they're like, how, how didn't they see Ricard winning? Like they took out Liana last week. No, that was so stupid. And, and so <clears throat> this is what I wanted to ask y'all earlier. Like, what do you like? Do you, because my question is like, we all see, like, we're all viewers at home. Eighth period quarterbacking Monday morning, Monday morning quarterbacking. We're all. <laughs> But see, again, like I said, it doesn't matter if I got it wrong. If you knew what I meant, it doesn't matter. So if you are eighth period quarterbacking and like we all see the writing on the wall, Destiny's Child, like what do you feel like the reason is like, do you do you feel like people just did not trust the Danny, Deshaun and Liana because they were. Yeah. the previous people in power and they wanted to like dethrone them right. and like essentially like bite the nose off to despite the face. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know that that's the right metaphor, but I see where you're going with it. So th- this is my take on it. I, I, I think there was another thing at play here that I didn't anticipate last mm. time, which is strength of alliance. Oh, right. So sometimes your vote is not necessarily what you think is the best for you in your individual game, but more so to solidify a group. And so we saw this happen, right? We saw Xander, Ricard, Erica, and Heather say to each other, this is my final four. This is it. We're going to the end, right? And sometimes when you're in a group like that, especially when the numbers are so low, you're kind of like voting to solidify that. Right. As opposed to voting because the person you're voting out is the best thing for your game. So that's what I think happened last week. And I didn't anticipate that that would be the dynamic because that's usually an earlier game thing. Right. That's usually like at the merge or like very, very early on in the game, like first, second vote of the game. It's like, let's solidify us. Right. And that's what happened. They, they were like, let's let's solidify us and vote them out over there to, to make sure that we're tight. And so in that mind of thinking, you're not necessarily thinking like, <clears throat> I can't beat Jamal. Right. Uh, so like, let's just, okay. So, I mean, I guess that makes sense. For me, it was just like very grappling of the mind to be like, why? Because we see Erica is very aware of it. And like, you know, she acts like, should we take out Ricard at this point? Um, and again, like I, wondered if it was because like you know they had a reign and like you know every you know we just get tired of the people in power and so like we want to like that's just what i was thinking Mm -hmm. are they are they playing for second place i mean i are like because at with numbers this low take shots take your shots right now think things things yeah, I don't know, man. You gotta, you gotta take your shots, and well, in this case, I mean, Ricard won, so you can't take a shot at him, right? But this is what I'm saying. Like the Danny vote was their version of a shot, right? Like for all intents and purposes, Deshaun should have been the one going home, 
right? In terms of the relationship fracturing and Erica realizing that she can't trust him, but they all made the calculation, especially at that second vote, because they tied it because they were afraid that Danny had an idol. But when they had the option, Deshaun or Danny, everybody there decided that Danny was the jury threat. Mm. Danny was the one who could beat every one of them at the end. And so they took him out. So and, and, I don't know if that was right or wrong, but that's what that's why they decided Danny over Deshaun because they feel like they, every one of them, all four of them, Heather, Erica, Ricard, and uh, 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 who's the last one? Xander, Xander. Think that they could sit next to Deshaun and win. Every single one of them. That's why they decided Danny. Yeah. Which is it, like very interesting. Um, and then I love how like, they were bringing up challenges like, you know, like, oh, D- Danny would do this and, and, and Danny would do that. I also think that it was very uh, poignant when he revealed. Yeah. Did you ding the bell? Yeah, absolutely. That's thank you. Uh, when he revealed to Deshaun that he when like it was either them you or I, if I'm Danny, that's Deshaun, uh, that like, you know, he was a professional NFL player. Yeah. And um, nobody knew that, though. And, and no one knew that. And that's, again, for me, a long time, I'm screaming like, why are y'all letting a professional athlete get this far in the game? They didn't know that was never a part of his game. Never part of his game. So, yeah. And I, I, I love that little truth. Uh, revelation but when he said that to Deshaun me as a viewer I'm like oh damn it's one of them like because like you, why else at this, like I just, it, it made me feel sad but I also want the Bears <laughs> <laughs> for a season he's, he's a Cowboys first okay we, we Cowboy fans over here um, yeah I, so he, he said that to, to Deshaun and then in tribal yo I was when Deshaun was like I'm about to drop a bomb or whatever he said I'm like, yo, who is he about to drop a bomb on? For real. Is he about to throw his man under the bus so that they look at him? I, I don't know. I thought, I'm like, man, he's about to say something about the, the, the Cowboys or something. Yeah. And, and honestly, that's what he should have done. He didn't know. He didn't know that it wasn't him. So if he, so, so think about it this way. Deshaun voted for Danny. Okay. So that whole tribal Deshaun's plan was to vote for Danny. So, so this, is, this is what I'm saying. Like you got, you got to really get into the minds of these survivor players based on who they end up voting for. So Deshaun, the whole time, knowing that he's voting for Danny, what was this truth bomb about? You know what I'm saying? Like if he was telling Erica that Heather, I'm sorry, if he was telling Heather that Erica was throwing her name out, that should have been a strategy to try to get everybody to vote for Heather. Or it's something to create dissension going forward. Or, or maybe it's something to get a vote away from to Danny? put a vote on Heather and then like you still take it out. You, you still, he still voted for Danny. You know what Probably. I'm saying? Like, like if, if he was voting for Erica, then that would have made sense because then he's thinking like, okay, Danny's going to vote Erica. I'm going to vote Erica. And now I'm going to throw a truth bomb onto Erica to maybe get Heather to vote for Erica. That would have been a sound strategy. But 
I also voted for Danny. Like, what was the truth bomb about then? This is probably it leads more into the reason as to why they kept a Deshaun as opposed to a Danny. Um, I love messy as hell. Like not not so like not that he is messy because I I respect his gameplay and what I can relate to his gameplay is that he is uh, an emotional person and thinks in the moment um, and is not always Monday morning quarterbacking well, you know he, he he on front and third or second and base and uh, uh, metaphors okay I'm trying you, to keep you know he just got a first down okay he's in the game <laughs> <laughs> he scored a goal you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, to tee off <laughs> and see the problem for me though Jamal is is that like you laugh too hard at Wendell's jokes and they're not Funny. Was he doing the backstroke? Yes or no? I think that's right. I think he was in the backstretch is what I'm like. <laughs> okay, right. He was butterflying, you know, and I, I think that he doesn't always, he just lives in the moment. And so I can relate to that. And so I don't necessarily know if he had a plan. I feel like in his mind, he was like, it's going down. You got to hit him with the dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I got a question. So, in his mind, best case scenario is I drop this truth bomb and now it becomes a live, tri- a live tribal. And now I can politic with Heather to vote for Erica. Is that the... <laughs> But that never- would have made sense, but he ended up voting for Danny. That's what messes it all up for me. I'm like, that would have been genius if Danny and Deshaun were voting Erica and he was just politicking to try to get just one more person to vote for Erica. But that's not what the ultimate plan was. It doesn't make any sense. So his plan walking in. So they should have had a more solid plan walking in. He that's should have been like, yo, I'm driving a troop bomb yes. on Erica with the intention for the two of us to sway Heather to vote for Eric. That's, that's, that would have been sound. That would have been like a good effort. Absolutely. But again, I feel like that would have taken coordination. And I feel like this truth bomb came in the middle of tribal. Nah. Like, he, he wanted he wanted to use that. I mean, but he I, I don't... Back pocket from the well. He yeah. was trying to get Erica to say Heather's name. So he was calculating, and I do like that he did this back at the well. But I also think that you might want to have that conversation with Heather before tribal. Like, yo, homegirl is homegirl, homegirl's coming for you. Let's yeah. 
make something happen. Something happen. And, and, and use the same argument. Be like, Heather, yo, you need to distinguish yourself from Erica. You people think you're one or people are giving all the credit of all of your game to Erica. So you need to take her out so that you could have a chance to win. That is sound final six strategy. hundred percent. And he can almost pick and choose now. If he uses the same thing against each of them and has both of them saying, wow, I need to take out this other one because they're playing my game. And then Heather votes for Erica. Erica votes for Heather. Then you're golden. You protect both Danny and Deshaun. Unless they start comparing. I don't know. Because, you know, if they start comparing notes, then. But either way, at least you have something. So you got to try to shake things up before getting to tribal. Right. And and so 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 like again, you think about who they voted for. So if you're in Deshaun's brain, he ended up voting for Danny. So somehow he thought four votes were going on Danny. Somehow. The first time. The first time. And that's not what happened. So that that's what I'm saying. Like I, I just don't think they had a, a good end strategy to how their votes were gonna land. Yeah. Yeah, or 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 they thought because yeah, because there's no, under no circumstance do does Danny and Deshaun think that they're gonna go two and two on either one of them and that they shouldn't use their two elsewhere. That's my right. first point is that if they thought it was gonna be a tie because everyone thought Danny had an idol, then they should have took their two votes and put it on Xander and given Erica, Ricard, and Heather the opportunity to take the shot at Xander after he didn't play his idol. That, that so, really should have been the main strategy. So their thought process is that it's going to be three and one somewhere. Their thought process. Either, either like, right. Like think about it, right? Like they didn't know who it was going to be. So they voted for each other, hoping that they were the fourth vote for each right. other. Right. Danny tried to get Deshaun to be to his for his vote to be the fourth. And Deshaun thought that his vote was going to be the fourth vote against Danny. Right. That didn't end up working out because it was a two and two split because they thought Danny had an idol. And if they knew that, then they should have said, great, we have two votes to now try to get a two, two, two tie. But my question is this. If they're thinking three votes are going to one person, that means one vote's going to another. Yeah. And this other group is thinking that there's an idol in there and still their two votes being placed on the other people. If, if, if that idol saved those three votes, that person with the three votes, then they'd be sending someone home. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So it only, it would have only, they should have just went for somebody. Yes. Agreed. Period. hundred percent. And, and, and I don't like this. I don't like, and this has happened a number of times in survivor where the two people on the bottom turn against each other, hoping that it's the other person that's happened a few times. And it's so unfortunate because that's first of all, a missed opportunity for the people on the bottom to combine their votes and try to target somebody else and a missed opportunity for someone at the top or in the majority to use those two votes. So imagine, imagine if Heather went to Danny and Deshaun and were like, hey, I agree with you. I need to distinguish myself from Erica. So if you guys vote Erica, I will also vote for Erica. They're splitting the votes between you two. So our three votes will cancel out the 2-1 split and we'll get Erica out. That would have been epic. 
if that happened that way. It been and it was a missed up. opportunity. It'll be a missed opportunity for someone who is not going to win the million dollars or who's going to get voted out next week because that's what they should have done. They should have used Danny and Deshaun. And then the truth bomb, Jamal. And then then Heather's playing some survivor. And then in the finale, maybe people are gunning for Heather. That's what I'm saying. Right. And this is the thing, right? Like when you get someone like Heather, I'm going to throw Nasir in this bucket too. They just don't think (laughs) they just don't think on that next level. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Nasir should have sniffed out that he was the target with his idol and with, you know, Shannon and and Ricard against him. Like, Heather should be sniffing out opportunities to lift herself up and distinguish herself. There's just this next level of, 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 of calculation that people need to make at these moments. And yeah. when they don't make them, it's like, it's a missed opportunity. And it's a million dollar mistake. But again, these people are starving and you know, you, you're not always your sharpest at that moment, but geez Louise, now would be the time to find whatever sharpness you have left up there to make that. So um, ultimately, yeah, we get, Three votes on Danny, three votes on Deshaun. On the revote, our guy, Danny, goes home. Mm. Oh, you're wearing a Team Danny shirt. Oh, cute. I've been wearing cute. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wearing it, you know, even from the from our little uh, IG live takeover earlier today, because like, you know, I'm rooting for the brother. And I, I could see I could have seen a scenario where this guy wins. Yeah. But I, I also feel like the fact that he went home and the fact that they made the decision to send him home was that they saw the scenario where he won, could win too. Yeah. Uh, and then when he left, what did he say? Go Cowboys? Yeah. I wonder, and again, for me, I always pick up on like the, the random little nuance moments of Survivor. Like, I wonder if anyone in that moment was like, what did he mean by that? <laughs> I'm sure Deshaun explained it later. Yeah. And so, I mean, this, you know, with Deshaun staying safe and Danny going home, then we are down to our final five, which is King Ricard, Zaddy Xander, er- er- Erica, Heather, and Deshaun. And when I think about this season, when I started off this season, you know, I, I did like a, a preview of it's a look. And I have to say, this wasn't my final five. <laughs> and I love it. Like, you know, like I, I, I absolutely love it. And I am so excited to see where this car, this truck is taking us. Because at this point, like, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got some questions. Um, do, do you see, do you see the edit turning up for, for Erica right now? Is like, uh, do, do we see, do we have a, can she, uh, can she win this thing? My is like, I love Erica. I just, I don't know if she can win it only in the sense of, if Ricard is gone and then she goes up against Xander and I don't know whether or not her resume, but her being a female and there are a lot of females on the jury. Like, I don't know. Erica, Xander, Deshaun. I don't, I don't, I, the spirit isn't telling me it's giving Erica it. All right. I got another question. D 
did things go downhill for the camp out when they voted out Shan? Was it just like, all right, this is a thousand percent because he, listen, I'm going to say it again. And I'm going to say it before, whether or not they agreed with Shan. She had her head in the game. And like, I think like when we're talking through this podcast and Jamal is saying next level thoughts and, you know, I really feel like whether or not they agree with her to get rid of Ricard, I, I feel like if they would have remained in power and if they could have like blindsided her by getting rid of Ricardo, her not knowing the game would be completely different right now. We, we saw her then Liana. Now Danny, it hurts, man. Like I just got three gut punches, man. These are, these are my, 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 I was like, yes, one of these people are going to win. I was real for him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It hurts. It, it, it does, but it hurts a little less when it's final five, a final seven, final six, and it's not first, third, first, 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 sec. Like, you know, like I, 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 I hear you. So, they made so, it. They made it this far. So here's, here's, here's a, 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 a survivor challenge uh, uh, in terms of like what's hard about playing the game. When I went out there, I was like, all right, how am I going to get people to believe me when I'm lying? Right. Because everyone's like, oh, Survivor's all about lying. It's all about trying to get people to believe you when you're really trying to play them or whatever. Right. But what's the hardest thing about Survivor now that I know on the other side of this is getting people to believe you when you're telling the truth. truth. That's the hard part, because more times than not, and I don't think people know this, more times than not, Survivor players are actually telling the truth. And what's hard is people don't believe you. So Shan was true. Shan was absolutely true to the Black Alliance. 100%. She wavered a little bit when she heard that Ricard was the vote and she was saying, well, maybe we should target Deshaun. But after Ricard won the immunity challenge, she was like, no, let's stay true. Let's go, Erica. She was true. And Deshaun couldn't believe her. Right. Danny couldn't believe her. And so that is one of the largest challenges for any future survivor players. How do you get people to believe you when you're telling the truth? Because if they had believed Shan, Shan wouldn't be going home. They took the the preemptive strike against her because they thought that Shan was turning against them. And that wasn't true. They messed up only because they couldn't believe her. And that, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but that's what happened. That's the realest thing. I rem- on, on Winners at War, after uh, we voted out Yule and I came back, uh, we merged. People were like, oh, no, you, Michelle and Nick were just gunning for him. And I was like, yo, he was he had my name in his mouth first. It's yeah. crazy. It, it literally is getting people to believe the truth. That's mm-hmm. that's crazy. That's I never even thought of that. But you're absolutely right, Jamal. Mm-hmm. Deep. Yeah, well, let's see if we can get people to believe the truth that next week is the final episode of this season. What a historic season. We have seen some major shifts in the monster of the game. We've seen diversity at an all-time high. We've seen gameplay at its all-time high. We've seen people playing 
other people at an all time high. high. We've seen representation at an an all time -time high. high. And I am just at all time high to see what next week brings. And so are y'all watching it somewhere or like what, what's happening? I don't know. Like what's I mean, you know, at an all time high. <laughs> We're watching it in Hoboken, New Jersey, right across the water from New York City. Pull up. Path Our train. venue is right at the Path Station. Humming That's up, right. Humming catch, that, catch that 33rd Street train right underneath the Hudson River to Hoboken. I know it well. I grew up in Jersey City, so that, that's, that's, that's ah, my whole Yes. Oh, you're always going to pull up. Yes. Well, pull up. Yeah. If anyone out there is listening like Jamal that should should pull up, the link is in Wendell and myself's bio. Click the link for Bryce and Wynn present. The finale lets in this historic Survivor season together. I want to give a huge shout out to Jamal. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm still throwing shots fired at your way because like, you know, you still trying to goat me. But listen, you can goat me all you want because I'm going to take that money. A huge shout out to Wendeezy. Uh, Thank you again. Huge shout out to Danny. Go the Bears. Congratulations, sir. You played a heck of a game. I'm sure Danny Danny said on Twitter, he's like watching, he's listening to so many podcasts right now. And so I'm sure he's tuning in here. Danny, you played an amazing game. I respect you to no end. Your story, the way you carry yourself, like, thank you for representing us, especially on a podcast like this, because you don't see this every day. Just to shout you out, Bryce, well done for putting this together. You got three black men talking survivor danny going out representing us thank you so much you, you played a hell of a game sir i echo i echo that that sentiment we love you brother you did it we don't see stories of um of black men that lost their fathers that that for, forgive themselves and forgive their fathers and and we appreciate you representing so so hard so well done we love you we appreciate you can't wait to meet you can't wait to meet you either. And, and whether or not you're going or not is still Team Danny. And that's on period. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Giants fan uh, and I, uh, still, I, I still support you. Uh, I still support you. It's hard. Danny, you see the Danny, if you're listening or watching, you see the disrespect that I got to like, you see the disrespect, <laughs> the blatant disrespect that I got to go for. What's your team, Bryce? Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> But listen, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Purple Pants Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the Purple Pants Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. We are there. And if you're on YouTube, don't be like Jamal and put me to the go and make me make fire. Click the subscribe button and we will be back. Next week, Bryce and Wynn presents Lego. And that is this week's Survivor News. I'm so grateful for Jamal and Wendell stopping by to talk all things the latest episode. They were given truth bombs. And I can't believe that next Wednesday is the finale that we have come to the conclusion of another season. Well, listen, hurry up season 42 because I'm going to need some more Survivor in my life. 
But if you want to watch the conclusion of this historic season with your baby boys, Bryson Wynn, we are headed over to Hoboken, December 15th for the Bryson Wynn present the finale. Click the link in my Instagram and Twitter bio, as well as Wendell's and get your tickets and see us there. Don't forget to subscribe to the Purple Pants podcast. We're available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcast podcast from baby boy is there hit subscribe write a review give me some five stars and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that we drop in some truth bombs because it's a it's a it's a it's the purple pants it's the purple pants it's the purple pants podcast you better get your headphones and listen up quick it's the purple pants podcast you better listen in public might make your stomach hurt it's the purple pants podcast you're trying to unwind you better get that box wine it's the purple pants podcast you're trying to get your snack you better hurry right back though it's the purple pants it's the purple pants Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus